This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Ann Arviso, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Well, we're a little late on the show here because we had technical issues, but the listener didn't know that, so I don't know why I'm talking about it. But <laughs> we're here, and uh, we're going to be talking about life balance, so how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing tremendous. So before we get started today, why don't you put yourself into context? What do you do with your, with your days? So how do you serve the world? Oh my goodness. Uh, how don't I serve the world these days, right? Um, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a stepmom. I'm a cat mom, dog mom. I'm, gosh, I have, I love all this that, uh, you know, I'm also an entrepreneur. And obviously that's kind of the, what I do most of the day. I'm a pharmacist and pharmacist turned entrepreneur back in 2002. So I own a company called RXER Communications that serves the pharmaceutical and biotech industry. And I built that seven-figure business from scratch. And I know that that is just a calling. That's that's really God's calling on my life is to be an entrepreneur. And then um, in the past, I'd say 12 years, since about 2009, um, I developed a life balance program that is for all those very, very busy executives and pharmacists and physicians and PhDs, all the Ds that I serve on a daily basis. They are grieving, exhausted, chaotic, overworked, overwhelmed, physically depleted. And I know that space very well. And I'm also a, um, a certified life and executive coach, peak performance coach. So I'm developing programs, books, et cetera, that really address this issue, which is for me, that was the pandemic before the pandemic. I could care less about the COVID pandemic anymore. Almost. <laughs> I, I really, I really worry about the fact that, you know, the best and brightest out there and, and really the entire culture of basically Western, um, culture, we are, we are absolutely chaotic, overwhelmed, resisted, exhausted all the time. And we go at this pace that is not going to be sustainable for us long term. It's really just going to deplete us and not let us bring to the world what we're here to bring, what our really destiny and purpose really truly allows us to be. So that's kind of what I do. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, and I'm really impressed that you are a pharmacist because you got to be pretty smart to be a pharmacist. So if you (laughs) said you were just a pharmacist, people would be, oh my gosh, she's a pharmacist because, I mean, you have to know so much information to be a pharmacist. So I applaud you for that. I applaud you for everything else you're doing in the world because you are definitely putting a dent, as Steve Jobs says, in the universe. Mm -hmm. So I want to honor you for that. So let's talk about life balance because I've read a lot of, especially recently, I've read a lot of articles on LinkedIn and posts as well about life balance. There's no such thing as life balance. You need to have life balance. And so you probably can ask about a hundred coaches, their opinions, and you'll get a hundred different opinions. So what is, how do you look at life life balance? What does that mean to you? That means a lot to me. So I'm going to tell you a story around that because really that's what you're going to get it. So a lot of people do say, oh, there's no such thing as life balance. Well, there hasn't been until 2009. And then I invented this new method. It's called the core method. And it's part of being a corepreneur. Core in corepreneur is like drop the P of corporate pain and add the E. So you are centered, open, resilient, and energized. And that's my trademarked acronym for the word core. So now let's take a rewind. It's the year 2009. I'm grieving. I'm exhausted. I'm overworked, overwhelmed. I just moved across the country for a uh, major corporate relocation for my husband's job. 
and I'm physically depleted and think about all your areas of life balance, every single one of them. If I took a regular life balance wheel, if you know what that is, I probably ranked myself like around a one. And it was just like I lost my social life, my, my church that I had served in, um, the, the family around us that kept us as support. Um, the, the, the hobbies that I had locally walking or being able to walk outside, moving from Florida to Pennsylvania into a cold, dark winter. And I remember one time I'm walking through, a, uh, like a, a brand new supermarket. I don't even know where to find anything. You know, it's like you're, you're really recalibrating all your balance when, when everything's been knocked out of your life. So this is a perfect example of like a corporate relocation and the company could care less. You relocate on Friday, you're in work on Monday and you've got boxes everywhere. So I'm walking through the supermarket and I find like, oh, I need, I need to buy, you know, some face lotion. And the label on the bottle says for dull, tired skin. And I look at it and I'm thinking, I need to just go and just like pour it all over myself. Really. It had been such a horrendous year. And, you know, a lot of corporate executives like me who've been in director and executive director positions, they get this. In 2008, I had a thriving medical communications business. We lived beautifully in Florida. And then the bubble burst, the crash happened. So this is not my first go round or giddy up in entrepreneurship. I went through some ups and downs. And when you go through a down, there's only one way to go is back up. You and I on a previous conversation, we talked about being tiggers. We're both tiggers. So I did bounce up, but I did, you know, you had to flatline first before you, you bounce. So my family lost everything, our house, our car, our condo, our entire retirement savings. I mean, down to zero. And then we went into debt that we didn't deserve that I was like, Lord, what's going on here? I've been a good steward. You know, I didn't understand the pharmaceutical industry at the time was made up of small companies like IVAX and Coase and all these, all these little one companies after another were bought by the big pharma players. And so my business and all my business development attempts at the time and my contracts at the time, literally one contract was canceled after. It was a bloodbath after another because, you know, my company was redundant. And then my husband lost his job at the same time. That was all 2008. So now in 2009, I'm sitting there going, okay. I have followed Tony Robbins around the world. I've taken so many certification courses on coaching. Even though I'm a pharmacist, I love personal development. And between 2005 to 2008, I was like doing all those courses, following Tony around the world, you know, walking on fire, jumping off trapezes, riding race cars, doing all the stuff that made you become the leader of your business that you're supposed to be, right? The fearless leader of RXCR that was already doing multi six figures at the time. And then it was like, again, the bloodbath when you think it can't get any worse, kind of like 2020 when people thought, oh, it can't get worse than this. And it did. And it did. And it did. You know, at that time, we lost my mother-in-law. We lost uh, uh, our beloved family dog, Bridget, and then my sweetheart, cat Duncan. And it was like, I couldn't stop crying. I felt, you know, I could say it was like living in a country music song, which I didn't really like country music that much. Or I really did feel like a stranger in a strange land, like dissonant. I don't belong here. And any time in my life when like my dad died or when my mom died or when, um, you know, uh, going through this move, I gain weight when there's stress, which is why so many people, uh, some people just like when they stress, they, they lose weight. And, and a lot of people gained that COVID-19 or the COVID-15. It was a real byproduct of being at home, maybe not doing your normal activities, or just stress. Cortisol is a real thing and it could add belly fat. So I never really, when I was up there, 
I don't know if you know that story in the Bible where the woman's running across the desert and her kid is like dead at home and someone stops her and says, hey, lady, what's up? And she goes, it is well. Start actually following through on your to-do list now. I'll show you how to remove overwhelm from your life and blow through your list in no time. Learn how to get and stay focused. Become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list. Experience less overwhelm and have time to do what you really want to do. Find out more about my 12-step process to productivity program at MrProductivity.com. It is well. All is well. It's well with my soul. And she keeps running. And I was like that too. I never really shared my internal struggles with anyone. I just kept going. But inside, I was also going through the irreversible process of infertility and grieving over that. So yes, I'm a stepmom. God gave me three babies that I didn't have to have out of my belly and they're in my heart, but they're still mine. And I'm loving that. But the upheaval and the loss and the grief, it all just felt so unfair. And then I was literally living in the one place that I didn't want to live because I had grown up in Pennsylvania. So now with my family in tow, I'm bringing my Florida-based Hispanic family (laughs) to the Northeast. And it was like, wow, that's crazy. I never expected that I would move down, find a a guy from South America, marry him, and then bring them all back up to Pennsylvania. Like, this is crazy. What had just happened? So I was really broken and desperately seeking a solution, like so many people are for so many different situations in their life. They're out of balance, don't know it. They don't be like, oh, let's go do a life balance course, because there are none. And life balance, literally, if you look at at major institutions of what they offer for life balance, they'll offer you a TED talk. I kid you not. One of the top institutions that's a healthcare institution, like on their internal website, they say, here are some tools for life balance. And there's a link to a TED talk that they can watch. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no tools. That's why people think that it doesn't exist. So I just want to interject here real quick. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and I'm finally- going to go to the UPW virtual oh. coming up in June. Which oh. I have I, The reason why I haven't done it for so long, there's yeah. two reasons, but the big reason is this guy doesn't rest. And so no. when I got the schedule, it starts at 6 a.m. on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, and 5 a.m. on Saturday. And it goes until, I don't know, whenever Tony fears to stop. And my coach, who's also a big Tony Robbins fan, knows Tony Robbins, and I'm like, you know, I was getting caught up in this. I know people have gone to these events and it's changed their lives. But I'm saying, okay, there's certain things I do every day and Tony Robbins is not going to stop that. Except for the return of Jesus Christ, I'm doing these things every day. So I run every day. And so I was getting myself tied up in knots. Like what you're just talking about, you know, being out of balance. And I said, wait a minute, this is not a federal law. Yeah. If I want to go for a run for 30 minutes during the UPW virtual, Tony's not going to get in his plane, fly over to Houston, hunt me down and fall, drag me back in the house. And I'm like, okay, Mark, you're, 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 you're missing the whole point of going yes. to UPW. Yeah. Probably most people don't stay for every minute. You got to go to the restroom. You got to eat things like that happen. But my point is, is I was letting the excuses, the what about this get in the way, and there's nothing saying I can't do these things. And what I want to tie this back to you is yes. you, you said that people are out of balance and they don't even know it. And I, I was getting myself out of balance. I'm getting all excited <laughs> about UPW, and, and it was going smoothly. I'm like, oh, my gosh, 5 o'clock. I'm just waking up at 5 o'clock. And, and people go, Mark, you're overthinking this. 
If you get there at six, it's not like you're not going to get the cure for cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just relax. And, and so I think, and I think this goes along with what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, that we are tend to be out of balance and it's our own fault. Am I, am I reading you right? Oh yeah. I mean, obviously there's, there's two things. We do it to ourselves. There's the prison that goes from between this year and that year. Right. And then there's the other part, which is external circumstances, which we can't control. So we can't control his schedule like any more than we can control a hurricane. So you're absolutely right. Right. But in that, you know, in that year, I had to remember who I was and go tap back into what is inside. Like really to your point, what is inside? Okay. Who am I? I'm a pharmacist. You're a runner. I was a global scientist. I'm a professional coach. I'm a successful entrepreneur. I have to remember my evidence, if you will, of, of who I am and how I do balance. And I had to leverage my faith during that time and know, okay, what do I tap back into in my core? What's in my core, my body, mind, spirit? What's really coming through my spirit? If I quiet my mind, will, emotions, crazy, tormented soul, and and I say I leverage my faith and say, okay, okay, I know all things work for good. I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know that somehow I'm going to rise from these ashes and it's going to be beautiful in some way. I just don't have to know how and when. <laughs> so I let the thoughts go. And then I turned back to all those professional, you know, development materials, including Tony Robbins. And, you know, I did UPW back in like 2004 when it was a small, like it wasn't a 10,000 person event and there was no technology like this. I used to be able to get back up when I was doing his entire mastery program and hug Tony, you know, like that was back wow. in the good old days. <laughs> so I have pictures of us. It's great. And I had to let the thoughts go and remember, you know, that life balance wheel he he originally taught, but it looks like a, a pie. If anybody doesn't know what a life balance wheel, it looks like a pie. It's got eight sections in it. And here's my life and my finances and my work, et cetera. And I'm sitting there pouring over these um, personal development and trying to reignite the pilot light within. But for me, like that's a prayer and a hope that like God needs to do that, right? If you're going to have me really do this, then, then you're ne- you need to light that light again. Um, if there's something that you want me to teach or serve or lead by example in some way with. So during those years, you know, I'm thriving with my own business and I was, you know, using all those motivational events that I did. And I was like, okay, I was this, I was this entrepreneur who was worthy of running my own company. I can do this again, even though I'm in this new, like this land of nowhere and it's this cold winter, I'm pouring over these work-life success models. And really my, my question was, okay, they have the same philosophical flaws. Either you lead from your strengths or you have to fill in the gaps of your weaknesses. And the way I like to fill in the gaps of my weaknesses is delegate. So I'm not yes. going to go and try to develop. That's like <laughs> counterintuitive. That's that's counterintuitive to what you teach, you know, for productivity. That has nothing to do with productivity. I'd rather get more productive by delegating yep. or leading from my own strengths. But that also has a philosophical flaw as well, because the the theory is that you can pull the gap up and the, the like, let's just say, spirituality is the piece of pie that is strong in me. Maybe I'd rank that as an eight, even though my social life was back down at a one or a zero because I moved away from my friends and had none. Well, that eight can only move up to a 10. So therefore my social life can only move up to a two. Like if I'm really spiritual and I meet someone at work, do you know, do you see the correlation? How can it all go together? So this is why I started writing the book Affluent Minds and why I have a book proposal out to a major publisher now, because Every life ba- balance model had these flaws. So really, 
the second download that came to me, my first download was back in 2002 when I got the idea for the right drug to the right patient at the right time. And I started RxCR Communications based on this download. And you know what that is, an entrepreneur. I get it. You want productivity tips, but your email inbox is, well, out of control. When you follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram Messenger, you'll receive daily bite-sized productivity tips delivered to your phone or desktop for free. Let me help you become more productive, step-by-step, day-by-day. Follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram today. It's this idea that just transcends words, and uh, this image comes and has with it like a book, and you just write and write and write. Well, what I could, you know, obviously our listeners aren't going to be able to see it, but I'm showing you this, and I think I showed it to you before. This is my wheel, and it has God in the center. Because when you put God at the center of your life, and spirituality is not just a piece of your pie, your wheel already starts out balanced. So what happened was- I want to say one thing about right there is I'm very open about my faith. And the reason why is when you believe in Jesus Christ, and he is the center of your, your wheel- you don't have to stress about how I'm going to figure this thing out right. because in I believe in the perfect time, he will bring someone into your life to help you. For example, the coach I have right now is phenomenal, okay? Phenomenal. But had she come in my life a year ago, I wasn't ready for it. Had she come into my life six months ago, I wasn't ready for it. So for me and for you to have Jesus as the center of our wheel he brings the right people into our life at the perfect time. And if you don't have that, you're like, well, should I do Tony? Should I do Dean Graziosi? Should I do uh, Grant Cardone? I don't know. But if you just say, listen, God, bring the right people into my life, and he will. When you are ready, that's the most frustrating thing as a Christian is I'm like, I'm ready now. And God's like, no, no, you're not ready. You think you're ready. I know you're not ready. You have to go through some other crap right now. Although God wouldn't say crap, but you have to go through some other stuff first and then I'll bring the right people in your life. So what I tell the story is I, I was fired from my corporate job in 2005. Okay. And now I look at it as a blessing. Back then I was kind of mad, but I stumbled and bumbled for almost 15 years. I made $40,000 myself over 15 years. Because I was paying for this coach, thinking they were the magic bullet. I was paying for this course, thinking they're magic bullet. But even though I didn't make a lot of money all those years, one thing I learned is who I really was. And I think that once I got clear, because clarity is one of my big buzzwords now, you cannot be your best self until you're clear. And a lot of people skip over that step. They go, oh, that's woo. I don't No, you have to get clear or you're never going to be able to serve the world as you were meant to do. Exactly. And, and that's very, very big because a lot of people get their mind all jumbled up. They're not clear. And, and I think that the, uh, the question how is the worst question in the world because how is, how is the question that like sunk a a thousand million ships, right? It's just ridiculous. And, and the same thing to your point, it's when like, like when the student is ready, the teacher appears or the right coach appears when you're ready to receive that download from God, you're also, or that instruction from spirit, Jesus, you know, what, 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 however it comes to you, because some people are visual, some people are auditory, right? And, and really sometimes it's just an impression. I kind of think I should do this and everybody's different with how they receive. Um, but if you get that incoming idea, there's a timing to that too. So literally one day I'm doing absolutely nothing. I was just questioning, right? And months later, 
I'm sitting there. I, I, I moved on with my life. I joined a new church in Pennsylvania and I'm sitting there now pecking away at a corporate spreadsheet. I got my first contract. My business wasn't flatlined anymore. We're moving back up. I just persisted and moved in and got like another contract. And I'm, I'm, I was doing my thing again with excellence. It was my zone of excellence, not my zone of genius, but it was still my zone of excellence. Then genius came to say hello. It was like, thank you, love with a capital L. You came to say, and it was like, boom, this massive instantaneous download. And that wheel that I just showed you, I went up to my whiteboard. I walked 1,100 square feet across my uh, basement office. I drew it out. I sat down. I looked up at it and it took me about 20 minutes to draw it out and everything that I was saying. And it was like, wow. And my, when my husband came home from work, I said, honey, I know this idea is divine because I could not have thought of it on my own. It is us as multifaceted, multidimensional humans, body, mind, spirit, integrated, which is not existent. So this is something so incredible because when you, when you talk with entrepreneurs, I'm, I'm a member of lots of entrepreneur and coaching groups and all that as well. Still, I've, I've done that every single year, you know, have a mentor, be a mentor. I'm a coach. I'm a mentor. And, and I, and I always have them in my life year after year. And I looked at this thing and I said, Oh my gosh, I'm going to teach this for the rest of my life in one capacity or another. And I've been teaching it to thousands of people since 2009. Um, I created a 16 week coach training program with it. Uh, it used to be called the CCI Coach Institute. And now everything, it's just the, the question evolved and you know how business has evolved and the question evolved, like what's in your core? What are you tapping into? What are the questions that you're asking yourself inside? And it's, and it really has to unravel my, all my exercises that go on through those weeks that train, uh, the coaches to do this. It trains them first of how to do it themselves and then they can train others. So it's multiplying the effect of what really, you know, it was, that's, that's the divine message. That's it right there. Put God at the center of your life. Your wheel's already balanced. Now there's a sep separate part outside of the, you know, center of my wheel, which is the core center of the wheel. And that is, the naysayers, the time wasters, the time stealers. So the core, there's your own head and the circumstances that we both talked about um, before. So since those days, like I've really continued to teach this in so many different capacities. And in January of 2022, Corpreneur University is putting together all of the courses that I have created over the past 12 years and in modules that are monthly to create a um, really a body, mind, spirit centered business training course and coach training course, which doesn't exist. You so know, I'm, amazing. I, I'm so, so excited. I'm so, yeah, I'm so excited to hear you talk about that because I, as a productivity guy, one of the things I tell people is keep things simple. And so I released a program called digital productivity coaching program last summer. And I violated one of my key tenants of simplicity. I started adding all these things on and my clients would come and they go and they're like, well, why, why'd you leave? And like, I, I didn't get it. There's part A and part B and part C and part D. And, and then one day I look back and I'm like, wow, this is all disjointed. I thought I was doing the right thing by adding all this content. Now, because you just mentioned it, what I'm doing now with my program is I have a membership site, just a membership site. So people have one place to go to. I go live twice a month with my members and then I teach them and I can answer their questions and that goes to the membership site. Now it's really simple. I'm giving them tons of value. But the reason why I'm telling you that if you're an entrepreneur listening to this podcast, thank you for listening, but embrace simplicity because you 
think that everybody yeah. wants A, B, C, D, and E. They really want A. And you're putting all the other letters and all the other modules and all the other tools on there. But are they really going to use it or is it something you're excited about? For example, everyone's got an app now. But do your clients need an app? Will they use an app? Or in my case, my clients told me, we just want the training. We just want the membership site. So the biggest mistake I made that took my entrepreneur journey out of out of whack, if you will, is I was thinking I knew what they wanted when they were telling me what they wanted. And when I finally told myself to shut up and just listen to what your clients want, it was a game changer. Now they're absolutely head over heels in love with it because I listened. And, and if you're an entrepreneur and you're struggling, I believe, Pareto's principle is alive and well today. 80% of people are struggling. Here's a tip for you that I learned the hard way. Okay. Listen to your clients. They will tell you what they want. And if they're not asking for it, you're not Steve Jobs. Don't create the next iPhone because they want what they want and they'll tell you and go do that. And it sounds like you and I are doing the same thing. Oh, yes. And and really, you know, I, I wanted this program so badly to be for women. And my clients are telling me otherwise. Like, so I, I say I have it. Well, okay. So I have like a woman's retreat. Okay. That's for women only, but I still hire guys. Right. <laughs> and, and so they're going to be some, you know, there's going to be some men in the room and, um, and my husband's going to actually run a, a part of that. You know, there's going to be an optional, uh, worship session at the very, uh, in, in between. So it's going to be really fun. Great curriculum. And guys are like, but I need a retreat too. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh, should I do like, you know, an everybody event? Like, honey, should we do this together? Like, so, so, you know, your clients will tell you and they, and I have a lot of in the, in the pharma industry, I have a lot of clients that are men, but it's the women that generally come to me that say that, that will admit that they're out of balance. Now I've had chief medical officers and some very high performing, um, very high, like top, top oncologists in their field and stuff. And they, you know, Hey, the guys we're tired too. We're tired too. But like they, you know, it's just, they don't come out with it. Plus men who have been historically, like I take care of the family. I'm the breadwinner. I'm this and that, you know, it's a little bit different in, in some of the shifts that have occurred in the way families are today. So, but but in the in the very standard way of of you know typical families when when a man is like the CEO and he's on the C suite of a board of major directors or he's he's like that's some of the clients that I work with like major corporations Glaxo Pfizer etc so you would know who they were um, they have a hard time admitting how tough life is and how fast they go and how they're supposed to be connected 24/7 365 and there's no end to that and how companies you know i remember one um chief medical officer who said to me he said uh yeah so and so who was the chief executive officer who i know he said you know what he said to me today ann and i said what he said oh you want me to take something off your plate and he was like no 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 don't take anything off my plate cuz like the minute you complain in industry that's that's what it is either you're weak Or, you know, like, they're not like, oh, you should get a life balance break, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's caring. And we are not just go machines. We're not the AI computers that are really coming out with machine learning. And we're not going to ever be able to compete with that. We have to take care of ourselves, body, mind, and spirit. We are multifaceted beings. And we have to start honoring that in our major corporations or... Olympus has fallen. You know, there's women right now. I know a vice president who just in the middle of COVID says, okay, I, I'm a vice president of a bank. I don't want to work anymore. She gave her two weeks notice on Monday because she didn't want to get on one more Zoom call. Like done, 
right? The straw that broke the camel's back. So I think like to your point earlier, really, people need to really simplify. And when you calm yourself down and simplify and gather your thoughts and know what you really want to do and really feel called to do, because sometimes that can conflict, right? There's been times when I'm so tired. I'm like, okay, God, I don't want to, you know, help your people out right now. I need to help me. I need to put the like proverbial mask on first to get my oxygen. And, you know, you give out of overflow. Yeah, and, I think you're a mind reader because I was just going to ask you, <laughs> what is one thing that, because you gave us a lot to think about in the show today, uh, what is one thing that we can really take away from the conversation? And I think you just said it, simplify. I think people are unnecessarily making life too complex. So I want to thank you for that. So you gave us so much. You got a lot coming up. Where can we go to find out more about you and what you're doing in the world and what's coming in 2022? I'm super social. So find me all over social media. Twitter and LinkedIn are my favorites, Ann Arvizu. And um, my book is Affluent Minds. And you can find it on Amazon or anywhere book is, uh, books are sold, Affluent Minds, Core Expressions for a Rich and Wonderful Life. And my uh, newest website, the one I'm telling you about is corepreneur.com. I have a masterclass series coming up this year, as well as annarvizu.com or rxcrcommunications.com in case you happen to be from the biotech industry and would like our services. <laughs> And I want to thank you for being on the show today. I learned a lot. I mean, it was like listening to you is like drinking from a fire hose. You gave it a lot. Uh, listener, don't forget you can re-listen this episode again and again. It's, there's not a law against it. So if you missed something, just go back to the beginning because Anne gave you a ton of information and you probably have to hear it again. So Anne, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was an absolute delight having you here. Thank you, Ski. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. You're awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchowski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.